0: Should I try to, like, leave my door open a little more and just see if people wander in as, like, a social experiment?
1: <laughs> we just stop talking and then see if they just come in and then be like, hello, welcome to the episode.
0: <laughs> are you going to start leaving your door open?
1: <laughs> yeah, I'll leave my closet door open.
0: <laughs> Let your...
1: I don't want people coming in here.
0: <laughs> the rats from your closet are like, hey. Rats? Rats? Whoa, Geech, how dare you? Closet rats. Who knows? You don't has know rats, have in, her has rats in her dorm.
1: Maybe they're just shy
0: because you don't leave your maybe door maybe open. Just Good. <laughs>
1: Are you calling Nate a rat? Is that what's going on?
0: Well, I didn't want to say uh,
1: it. Oh, leaving that in.
0: Who's the rat now? This who's girl. Who's the
1: rat now?
0: I ratted out Nate for being a rat.
1: Wow, he's going to be so ticked. A rich man's well. Hello, and welcome back to Views and Brews. Hi, Jeej.
0: Hi, Ty. we, we are sound back. different? We... <laughs> Let Could us know like if Claire, sounds different. Trash.
1: Send us an email or <laughs> DM us on Instagram if Jeej sounds and different. And share
0: our episode so that we can get the funds <laughs> to get me a nice mic. Jeej sounds and great, doesn't uncle. she?
1: So Jeej, as we've talked about, is back in college. And along with Jeej being back in college, we are going to do a part two of our back to school special as we started last week because Mm -hmm. we had so much to talk about that, Jeej, what do we (laughs) want to talk about today?
0: So today is going to be more focused on the living aspect of school. If you are someone who is living on campus or wants to live on campus sometime or you have and I don't know. You wanna hear about our experience with it. Although, Ty, do you wanna break the news?
1: Yeah, we have some we have some bad news. We did not reach (laughs) our viewer threshold that we set for the special roommate story. So we are disappointed, but we understand. (laughs) So but we still have plenty to talk about, plenty of things to talk about in terms of campus living. But to start out with, our virtual brews I have (laughs) the classic root beer float. Geech, what are you drinking today?
0: I'm just having water. Oh, boo! No, listen. I first of all, it's a little later in the day. I already had my coffee. Which, listen, the pumpkin pie spice creamer is back, and I am very happy drinking it every day. It makes my morning, and I love it. So you can pretend that I'm drinking that right now, but I'm drinking water, and I feel like that complements my amazing pumpkin spice pie coffee thing every morning so yay water for health issues
1: water (laughs) that's so exciting
2: as a nursing major i can in fact say that water is important
1: (laughs) water is important that's why it's in my root beer float Mm. so (laughs) but what's really exciting is college and specifically living on campus, or just the day-to-day life at school? Because we talked a lot about the academics, the extracurriculars. But, Gij, I know that this is a very important subject that you wanted to discuss further. So what, what's, what are some things that you want people to know specifically about living on campus?
0: Well, I will say it depends on what year you are in college slash what type of housing you have Mm -hmm. because the way i'm living now is very different from how i lived my freshman year on Mm -hmm. campus Mm -hmm. let me explain (laughs) my freshman year almost every freshman lived in a force triple three people in one room you have one mini fridge one microwave you all share it down the hall is a communal bathroom right which is everyone shares the bathroom. I also had a gender neutral bathroom, which means that I could see very tall men shower next to me, and it was very weird <laughs> and scary. and I hated it. <laughs> it was so weird. I like just wanted even I'd be like, okay, I'm gonna go to a different floor. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm gonna go to the, yeah, also, Anyways, yeah, that was a uh, campus living for me, and now campus living is <laughs> and has been the past three years. I've been in uh, our building; it's called Upper Class, and upperclassmen can live there. So yep. <laughs> sophomore through seniors, and they have suites and apartments. So my suite, I've lived in the same, not the same exact room, but the same style suite, and it's two rooms that are doubles. So me and my roommate, and then we have a living room. And then across the hall, like attached to the other side of the living room is another double. So there's four people in a suite. And then we have a kitchenette, which is like basically just like a good amount of counter space and a sink to wash your dishes and yeah, lots of cabinets. And then you have a bathroom with like a full size shower and tub. Mm -hmm. And you so each double has like their own mini fridge and microwave. Which is very interesting because with a triple, three people are sharing one of those. Yeah. And then now, like I don't know. I guess it was never supposed to be like that. Like it should have just been two people sharing one, which is how it is now. Mm-hmm. But anyways, yeah. So that's the differences. This this place is really nice. It has air conditioning, which most freshman dorms do not. And you're just smeltering, and you have like a bunch of little fans set up around the room. At yeah. least that's how it was for me. So that's just the layout. That's just to give you an idea of how different campus living can be. So even though you might hate it when you are a freshman or you do not get the room that you want the first couple of years, there is hope. There are also apartments and there are also singles. If you don't want to share a room with someone at all, you can live in literally just a single room with the communal bathrooms down the hall. Or I think you can get a single with your own bathroom, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Did your Well, that?
1: that's what I was going to say is as we kind of seem to be apparent in the last episode, I hope it was apparent to others is that we have these experiences and it changes from uh, you know uh, major to major, and it also changes from college to college that so Gige's experiences are different than, my experience and different from someone else who went to a different college because for us, we had two options at our school. There was the suite style and the towers because at our school, the towers were more like the dorm, typical your room, and then the communal bathrooms like that but there were 14 floors for each building Mm. so (laughs) there were a lot of people and on the first floor was the laundry room so 14 floors sharing a laundry room with six washers six dryers So it was, it wasn't that bad. It would be bad, but it wasn't that bad. And then there was, you know, upstairs, the top floor was a kitchen area with a couple stoves, a couple microwaves, and then kind of like a loft area up there as well. So that was the towers. That's where I um, lived in all four years in the towers. And then they had the suite styles that there would be two rooms and then a common area. So you had your roommate and then your two suite mates that were in the other room, and you shared that suite style area. So like mine. Yeah, so like Jeeja's. And then a lot of people would stay off campus, so there were a lot of houses that people were specifically renting to college students. So I know a Mm-mm. lot of people that were doing that. And most people seem to like that a lot more. A lot of my friends would have their own houses. They like that a lot more. I liked living in the towers because I could just go on campus and eat, I could, I didn't really have to clean anything, just my room, didn't have to clean the bathrooms, didn't have to clean the kitchen, didn't have to do all that. It was just my area. Although some years, it would be a lot to clean, but (laughs) that was for other reasons. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But from there, so you had four different options, basically, of tower style rooms you had the double which was the most common most of the rooms were doubles and the singles and so there would be a couple singles and then there were a few in the whole floor that would be triples so there would be a couple triples there'd be like two Mm -hmm. on each floor and then the top floor would be the only one for quadruples because those were the biggest rooms but I did a triple my first year and it was cramped Kind of sounds a little like what you experienced having three people in one room, it's cramped. And so my freshman year, we had three and by October, the kid who had like the bunk bed and the last pick at the drawer and the last pick at all that stuff, he ended up moving out because he had no space in there at all oh
2: my
0: gosh so then we
1: just had a huge double and it was awesome
0: <laughs> oh my gosh
1: yeah so no, we had a huge double my first right year
0: at yeah, well, because, because they said so you limited. know
1: you can't don't put your stuff in that extra closet don't put your stuff in You know, don't use the other desk because they can move someone in at any time and they never did. Wow! So that worked out. My sophomore year, I had a friend that we were going to room together and the day before I moved in, he let me know that he wasn't going to be living on campus. So on my way there, I got a new roommate, a random, and so that was my sophomore year. My junior year, I just did a random again because at my school you were able to pick your roommates right if you wanted Um, to
2: yes yeah it's an option
1: we were the same way it was an option or you could just random you can put whatever like hey this is what i want in a roommate and you hope that they follow it but So which
0: rarely happens.
1: That's what I did, you know, my freshman year, didn't obviously didn't know anyone. Sophomore year didn't work out. Junior year, I was like, whatever, just random. And he ended up graduating in December. So my second semester, I had the whole room to myself, but that was the COVID year. So I only had that for Mm. a month. (laughs) And then senior year I ran them. And so yeah, that was the quick run through of my experience or what the styles of rooms that I had.
0: Okay. I want to talk a little bit about random roommates because actually, I don't know if freshman year you could choose a roommate. I think that freshman year might have been, you just kind of got a random roommate. I'm not 100% sure, but I didn't really have anyone to, like, request anyways. I mean, I did have a couple options, but I think we kind of both wanted to make more friends anyways. Right,
1: yeah, people that you knew, like, from high school or something.
0: Yeah, because we were like, well, you can get your friends, and then I can get mine from my roommates, hopefully, and then we can (laughs) have more friends than just us isolating together, basically. So, yeah, I want to talk about what it's like to get random roommates and maybe what to expect. Is it as bad as and scary as it seems because I know that that's something people worry about a lot. Going into college is getting random roommates, and it's a valid fear because things don't always go to plan but sometimes they do. So without necessarily your fun story which we can add on another time once our episode does reach you know i have
1: plenty of fun stories because one time i the biggest thing for me was when you're getting your roommate it was figuring out okay what are they bringing what are you bringing and just figuring that out because especially in those rooms you don't have a lot of space so somebody's bringing a beanbag chair they got that or if someone's yeah. doing this, they got that and then you just share like it's just easier that way. But so that was one thing I had just wait until I got that email. OK, this is your roommate. Then just text them. Hey, what's up? I'm Tyler. Who, who are you? What do you do? Where are you from? Whatever. Stuff like that. But I do have funny stories like one roommate. The first thing he asked me after, like, where are you from was, who are you voting for for president? <laughs> and I was like, ooh, this is going to be an interesting time.
0: <laughs> and you're like, I actually like to stay neutral.
1: <laughs> yeah, so I did a joke answer and they loved it. So that was a, a great uh, start to that. But yeah, so it's just kind of that first leading up to it, just figuring out who they are. You most likely going to be okay with them or not like like it'll be fine you know what I mean like they're most likely going to start off on the right foot just texting each other hey what are you bringing all that stuff like Mm -hmm. nothing nothing too scary can happen from that I feel
0: yeah I agree And I think it's a good icebreaker if you are nervous, like finding out people's information and hopefully realizing that your roommates have social media that you can (laughs) find them on so you can get connected. Yeah. I think, first of all, every year it's gotten easier and easier to learn how to communicate with new roommates and like how to set the home or it just gets easier and easier every year you do it but definitely first first time I would say it's important to kind of not lay down the law like you don't have to be rude about it but definitely talk about you know especially if you're sharing a room with two other people when do you guys usually go to bed when do you like to wake up are you light sleepers are you going to wake up when my alarm goes off, can you help me wake up? <laughs> my roommates had to help me wake up. I would say like, if how you live in, you know, your, your cleanliness, like your preference of that, talk about that. Say, I personally, you know, like to have my space. I, I would prefer for it to be cleaner. Be honest with your roommates. If you're not like the cleanest person, say that yeah. because it might be important to them and <laughs> you guys can work something out especially like if you have mutual respect for each other which I would hope everyone is just respecting each other right you're not situation. starting off
1: like okay I hate you
0: <laughs> yeah you're like actually I'm gonna do things my way and you're gonna live with it uh, we don't want to <laughs> we don't want to start off like that cuz that's not really setting a good that's tone for the rest of the year. Yeah. And that's the, that's what's important. It is an adjustment to realize that you are sharing a space with people because you're likely used to having your own mm-hmm. and now it's like you're kind of like a toddler again and your your parents are like, "Okay, well you need to like share your toys. Like these aren't even of yours like you need to share with your brother yeah you know what i mean that sort of thing so you're like relearning how to kind of make sure that things are spread out evenly Mm -hmm. and everyone has a fair amount of drawer space everyone has a fair amount of closet space so go through that and make sure that things feel fair for you but also recognize that even if it feels like you're you have a little less than you're used to that's okay as long as you know you can't ask for more than what everyone else has just because you're not used to it. Right. So yeah, it's it's like a like a dance. Like like what's how do not know, like saying, you know how it's like a, the whole song and dance. Like you're you're trying <laughs> to relearn how to like live yeah, you're life feeling basically. each other
1: out kinda like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, I don't even know what I was trying to say there.
1: And I think but, you'll agree because obviously I'm not the best person for this topic, but I will <laughs> say that the my favorite roommate experience was the one that I was talking to the most and, you know, spending time with the most. And, you know, we both liked the Cowboys. So we're watching every Cowboys game every night. And Mm -hmm. we were, we had the same class. So we were going to class together. We were having lunch after class, like stuff like that. So, you know, just they're the person you're going to see the most. So you might as well try to spend time with them, get to know them and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I agree. And some people don't want to be best friends with their roommate. Some people right. do. So I think you'll kind of be able to gauge that once you meet them. But
1: especially you after like your sophomore year, once you've been there a couple of years, you already have your own friends. And if you're doing like, if you get a new roommate that you don't know, then yeah, it's harder to just like immediately bring them in because you got your own things that you're doing. You know, yeah. you have your own friends and you have your own plans and all that stuff. So, you don't have to be their best friend.
0: Yeah. You might just be coexisting and that's fine as long as you feel like you're satisfied with Your social life and, you know, the way that you're coexisting, if it's working well and you you don't have to necessarily talk to each other and hang out all the time, that's fine. But yeah. It's definitely really fun. I would say I also the best experience I had with roommates, probably all of my, honestly, I haven't really had a a bad year, but my freshman year. Oh, whoa,
1: congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: obviously, other than my freshman year, when I had to leave when I had such a great beginning of the year, but yeah, I. that was really exciting because everyone was so, you know, it was new for everyone. Definitely take advantage of your freshman year when everyone's excited. People kind of like need to make (laughs) friends or want to. Yeah. They're more like, you know, wanting to talk. Whereas I feel like, like you said, when we get into later years, people might've found their groups and they're kind of just content with where they're at. Maybe some people are social and they still are always looking for more friendships, but I find that people tend to get more comfortable in the later years. So yeah, freshman year is really fun. And I did go to the dining hall with my roommates a lot. We always, we would walk around campus if we had classes where we needed to, because I have a split campus. So if we needed to take the bus at the same time, we'd Mm -hmm. like talk about that and go on the bus at the same time. We'd brush our teeth down the hall at the same time and stuff like that. And finding commonalities or things that you have in common, like you said, with the Cowboys game is key because even if you don't have a ton in common just like those little things that you can share together to make it more comfortable and like oh this this person's cool like we kind of we're not polar opposites like we have a little something that we can connect to and like break the ice yeah is something that is for sure helpful right um also for me freshman year was really fun because the rooms were since the rooms were so small, everyone lived so close together. And big tip, I would leave your door propped open for like the first few weeks of college. A lot of people did that. and So a lot how of people do you mean propped open? Like in.
1: just leaving it completely open? Like with open door or with
0: Like the if door you're just stopper? hanging out. Yeah. At, like during the, the night, the yeah. evening, yeah. like everyone's getting back and people would. I genuinely made a lot of friends from people just like walking by and coming into my room. <laughs> like that <laughs> I happened. Know, that I know. Happened so yeah. Well. Like people would fully have their door open. And obviously, you'd close it whenever you're, like, doing something where you need privacy or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But every now and then, so many people would do that. And, yeah, it was really fun. So, I'd say if you're comfortable with that, you could even be the first one to start leaving your door open, like, maybe, you know, halfway, like, a 45-degree angle. And then I noticed that it was almost a trend, like, other people started to do it. So, you could be the one to kind of create that.
1: Yeah, that Um, open environment. I know for me most of the times my like bed was right in front of the door so I always hated mm-hmm. having the door open because I always felt like people Everyone could just, just see you laying look down. Right. Your yeah days. or like if I if I like I don't know go to a water fountain or something and leave the door open like people can just look at like <laughs> all my stuff is just right there <laughs> so <laughs> i always hated You're that
0: like, this is very vulnerable right now
1: i'd hate that, that Yeah, i'd too. be like laying in bed and then my door my roommate would come like open the door and leave it open so i'm just like laying there and people yeah. could just like stare at i was at me. on
0: the top bunk i was on the top bunk my freshman year and it was directly across from the doorway so like yeah. if i was <laughs> up on my bunk bed it was like Hey, like I was the first thing you saw was like me sitting on top of my bunk bed. But yeah, I just got used to it, and that's what was fun too. Is like even if it did feel a little, everyone's seeing your room, so (laughs) even if it feels a little weird and vulnerable at that point, like you can see everyone's room and everyone can see your room. So that's how you become so close with people because it is kind of like your. It becomes your home and so when people start to see that it's like you're welcoming people into your home and like they welcome you and it's kind of like having neighbors that you're really close with
1: well the thing i want to know too for you right now since covid has any of that kind of open door open environment people walking into your rooms or walking by talking as freely has that changed much or is that Um, starting to come back at all since covid like what do you think about that
0: so It's hard because I moved into the suites when I came back from COVID. So I don't know if this is just, if this is because of COVID or if it's just the environment of the suites because the door, because the rooms are so large. The doors are so spaced apart, basically, except for the ones that are right across from you, across Mm -hmm. the hall. And honestly, rarely doors are open now. But I don't know what it's like in freshman dorms. I feel like there very well could be an open door environment in those now since COVID. Okay. Like, especially once things started to get... Because they lifted the mask mandate, like, at some point last year. Right. And even then, people probably weren't doing that in their dorm buildings a hundred percent you know what I mean yeah especially freshman dorms because genuinely you're so close to everyone all the time like you you can't even really get space so I bet they were just like we're always around each other all the time like right. Right now. Yeah. so I bet it is still kind of like that or that it has gained that back but right. not not really in my dorm building and I've been in the same building for three years like literally since I came back so
1: yeah okay Because your your kind of class and maybe the last two before you as well, have you seen like people, is it harder for some of the people there right now to kind of, you know, be more friendly or be out there trying to meet new people because of how locked down it has been the past couple of years?
0: I would say it's a lot better now, but I would also say that the class right right before, so I'm class of 2023. I mm. would say class of 2024 probably had it the hardest because yeah. I had my whole freshman, almost my whole freshman year of no COVID. So right. we left Yeah, you Mark. know
1: the experience. Yeah.
0: Yes. And- we had going into that that immediate everyone's there's three people in a room and tons of rooms with three people in a room. You're bound to meet a few people with your doors wide open where you're connecting with them and they're probably down the hall from you. The next class after me came back full isolation basically. Like I think they were doing singles for yeah. people. Yeah. For freshmen. And that is like unheard of. Like that everyone I I don't even know how they fit people, but so basically you could barely have visitors or like even from the same dorm building, you didn't have roommates, had barely any roommates. And then you're probably at that point going into an upper class building the next year where it's like how it is now. And that open environment like freshman dorms is not really there. Mm -hmm. so you're just hoping that your roommates that you got the next year in your suites or whatever that you connect with them and so i think that's hard because a lot of my friends and connections began opening through my freshman year like some of my closest friends are people that i met and that lived on my floor my freshman year and i definitely made new friends and i but i i would say that the class that came in after me had it the hardest but now like if you could start with that opening freshman experience like the class after them probably had Mm -hmm. and definitely the freshman now i would say that they will have it much easier
1: right that makes sense
0: yeah but my school's also i don't know i feel like there's not a ton of we talked about this in the last episode right i don't feel like there's a ton of ways to get involved Mm -hmm. but you can definitely make friends in your classes and you can definitely still make friends in upper class buildings. Like if you were the class that was right before me, but fortunately a lot of our younger audience probably won't have to deal with that. And they'll be able to have almost like, you know, the college experience before COVID even happened. Right. The full shebang. The whole shebang. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Is there anything else that from the previous episode that we talked about that you feel that we didn't quite cover. I think we pretty much hit everything kind of looking back. I don't think there was anything that I was like, oh man. What if we talked about this? I do think it is important to note just when I was listening back, I just want to make it clear that it is not going to be the same. If you are an engineer major, it's not the same as a communications Mm. major or education major or a nursing major. They're most likely all going to be different. And if you're getting taught yeah. the same way in each major then you might want to look somewhere else. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. it is going oh, to be very, very different true. and I know that because I've taken classes in different different areas of study and I've talked to my friends. I talked in the last episode about how in the school of communication we needed to take these like elective classes, these core learning classes to see if we might be interested in other areas of study. And I know my engineering friends, they didn't even need to take a minor to graduate and we needed a minor in my school and they didn't even need one because everything that they were doing was so specific and they had so much that they had to do in their classes that they didn't really even have time for minors and stuff like that. So everything will be different. Just Go out there, find out what you're going to be learning in those classes. Find out what is what is needed in those majors. And that yeah. should... Because if you don't know what field you want to do, uh, what exactly that you want to do after you graduate college, figure out what you want to learn about. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to be what you're going to do. That's why for my minor, I did history. I don't want to be a history teacher or a historian or... On the history channel, but I thought it was interesting to learn more about history. So I took a modern Middle Eastern class that kind of for history. I took a like world history, and we talked about from the 1800s to World War II. And I took the history of baseball. I took the history of New York because those are things that I want to learn about, not necessarily I want to have a profession now because of the the class that i took but yeah every time somebody came and visited me and we went to new york city i had a hundred facts from my new york state class that i could be like oh did you know that this is where the train used to come for the meatpacking district and now uh, you Shit. can walk across this place and oh look at this here this wasn't here back in the day.
0: Just an NYC tour guide in human form. Pretty
1: much. Don't well, hire. Well, tour <laughs> If you are going to New York City, I can't stress this enough. If you are going to New York City, let me know. I will give you a list of places to go. Someone did this the other day, uh, a few weeks ago. They were like, hey, I'm going to New York City. Please send me suggestions. And I, like, sent them a whole list. Do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. And they're like, wow, thanks.
0: Yeah. <laughs> You're like, that's actually a lot. I definitely You're welcome. Get up. <laughs> Yeah, you should do like uh drive trolleys or something. You
1: drive trolleys? Yeah.
0: New you York know City. The thing. <laughs> do they have trolleys? No. They must, right? Really? Is that Prolleys? a beach town thing? That's
1: more San Francisco, isn't it?
0: I don't know. Wells has trolleys, I'm pretty sure.
1: The Wells does have trolleys. I know that because I Portland worked with a guy trolleys. who drove them. Who has trolleys? Portland. Portland,
0: Portland. yeah, Portland. On like Conger
1: Street. Yeah, New York City. What, like you're going through <laughs> Times Square and you're on a trolley?
0: Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Tourists would flip that up so i can't um, have you seen I'd, the traffic in about. new
1: york city dude i don't know where you're putting oh my gosh that's
0: true oh my gosh <laughs> you would say something real quick about one place and then you have to wait 10 minutes to be able to speak about another location yeah
1: that's why walking's the fastest mode of transportation and the subway mm-hmm. Subway's actually faster but walking is a lot more convenient than driving that's for that's sure
0: true. i walked to Mottos the other day to get my sandwich because i didn't feel <laughs> like losing my parking spot and having to isn't that so funny? I Dude, didn't want to. Don't even park get me started on parking.
1: Okay, at your school, this is something we should talk about. Oh, yeah. I don't think there is adequate parking in any college in, in America. I
0: agree. I now, agree. here's the
1: thing at my school, they had plenty of parking, but it's nowhere near where you want to go. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because, oh, yeah, there's parking two miles away from your nearest class. Oh, yeah, there's oh, parking. Yeah. But you're parking on the other side of campus and you gotta walk across the highway to get to your room. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: So what I learned I at a smaller school. I think I've talked reason. about
1: this a little bit, but what I learned was we had enough parking, but our parking spaces were too narrow. Oh. Yeah. How did you figure Mom, this out, Tyler? Only. Oh, good question. In my journalism class. I had to do an investigative report. So I was like, I'm going to do narrow parking spaces. And I interviewed some of my friends and was like, hey, what do you think of the parking spaces? And they're like, I have to shimmy out of my car every day. Did you know? (laughs) I went around and I measured like all of the parking spaces (laughs) in multiple (laughs) parking lots around the campus. Uh And I measured them. And on the residential side, the, the parking spaces were wider than like the academic side where most of the commuters had to go so that's like the most packed area and they Mm -hmm. were narrow and all the parking spaces on campus were actually narrower than the uh, national average of parking spaces
0: wow so all from my investigative reporting issue oh my goodness ty look at you
1: guess what everyone did with that Nothing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> they said, oh, that sucks. They're
1: like, okay. Nothing we can do right now. Yeah, so parking, that sucks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like having my car, though. I feel like if you are in a city school, you might not need one. But I definitely do enjoy having my car, and I think it's worth it and but i also don't really have to pay extra for parking
1: yeah we didn't have to pay either that's what i thought was great we didn't have to pay so i was like okay
2: i'll bring my car
0: included so i was like okay for sure but i know at some schools you have to pay that what thousands of extra dollars to park so definitely look into that if that's something that's important to you it's little things like that that honestly might make a difference. So do your research research if you're choosing to go to a school mm-hmm. because the prices of things can be really inconvenient and I'm very I feel very fortunate that price isn't something I genuinely have to like deal with at USM because it is such a cheap school and a lot of the costs just to do things like parking is slim to none <laughs>
1: yeah yeah. And going back to kind of the parking thing or having your car on campus, my freshman year, I almost said, I don't know how I lived without my car. I do know how I lived. I didn't go anywhere. I didn't do anything (laughs) when I didn't have my car. When I had my car, I was going to all the places. I was going wherever I wanted. And, you know, we both went to northeastern schools where it gets cold. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. it's often Mm -hmm. a lot better to have a car. And so mine, we've talked about how we had two campuses on either side of the highway, so it would be easier to just get in my car and drive to the other side of the highway than to walk across it in negative temperatures and I don't know you you don't really drive too much to the other campus, do you?
0: I go there a lot. almost yeah. all my classes are there, but I take a bus.
1: Yeah, you take the bus because the then you don't yeah. lose your parking space and it's less gas so.
0: Exactly. That's always so that's better. Win. Yeah.
1: Well, that's good. Okay, so I think we've covered everything that we needed to, right, Cheech? Pull up your imaginary checklist, cross everything off.
0: <laughs> I know, that's part of my problem. I feel very unorganized today. I need to do more lists. Not enough lists are going on.
1: Tune in for next so week's episode when we talk about lists. <laughs> Our favorite list Why can I actually talk time? about lists
0: for like an hour and a half? Seriously. Yeah, you might not want to listen to that because I would go off on so many tangents if we actually did that. I love this. <laughs> They're so fun. <laughs> well. But I don't know. I feel like I have one more question to like.
1: Wrap it all up.
0: My question was going to be if you could change one thing about your campus life, like what would you have done differently to make it better?
1: What would I have done differently to make it better? Because I was going to yeah. say Covid, but that would have been a yeah, cheap answer. Yeah, you can't answer. change that. That would have been a cheap I wish, answer. yeah. Hmm, what would I change? <laughs> what would nothing. you change, G- I'm trying to think. I don't know. it's
0: that awesome.
1: What would I? Well, I don't know what I would change because what I, I, I don't know if you know this, jeez G- but I'm pretty stubborn. I live my way the what my life the way I want to. Oh, I know. Or if something but happens, then I, I just, I just idea. adapt, Geech. I'm just fast at adapting, Geech.
0: Oh. Could not be me. So you would never, like...
1: Okay, maybe, maybe I'd cook more.
0: Really? Oh. Yeah. But you would never, like, switch rooms or anything?
1: (laughs) No, I liked my doubles. I wouldn't want a single.
0: Could you not do room change requests? Like, if you had problems with your roommates, were you able to try to get into a different room? Yeah, you
1: could, but especially, like, during COVID times, it was very hard to change rooms because... There were a lot less rooms available for the dorms because I think it was like people 50% of out. them were vacant because they they just kept them so that you'd have less people on the floors just for contact wow. sake. Yeah, so it was harder then but cuz here's the thing, if I wanted to change, I would have, but I chose the double every single year after freshman year. So, I had mm-hmm. the chance and I did. That's why I that's why I wouldn't change that because I actually had the chance to, and I didn't. Okay. Well, that's what
0: we have for this week. Are we going to, if when this episode, listen, keep sharing it because if you want to hear Ty's story, we'll just need to randomly talk about, it. we'll
1: put it in a cold open. Okay.
0: Yes. We'll put yes, it yes, in a yes, cold yes, open. Yes. Best cold open ever.
1: Best cold open ever. <laughs> uh, yeah. So keep hair. sharing the last episode. Keep sharing this episode. And we're always looking for more ideas. We're looking for comments, concerns, hate mail. Jeej loves the hate mail. Recipes, <laughs> songs for our Spotify playlist coming out soon. Oh, yeah. You know, just general queries about the world. We'll take that. Yeah. One and... of these
0: days, we'll do a and a too. Oh, so if yeah. you have any questions just about certain topics about on episode.
1: anything. If you got a question and, you know, you're just, you just happen to be on your email instead of Google, send it our way. We'd love oh, yeah. to discuss it and maybe, just maybe, give you an answer.
0: The odds are in your favor, though. <laughs> we'll say that.
1: We'll see. But, yeah, we might do a Q&A episode. We might. We'll, we'll see That'd how things fun. go. But we got to get the Q's before we can give the A's. Give Q's to receive point. A's.
2: For sure. Okay.
1: Yeah. Okay. All right, and good. to send to the destination in which all these should be going to is VNB podcast at gmail.com. And then also check us out on Instagram via
0: VNB underscore podcast. And Yay. you can shoot us a little DM, a little direct message.
1: Give us a little DM.
0: Maybe we'll even do one of those polls where you can literally just put questions in to the little, yeah, like you know, what we did for, on um, the story
1: for slothy, slothy
2: Baxter-son. woo,
1: and woo, okay. yeah that's great stay tuned next week for another riveting episode with tyler and jiege
0: with slightly poorer quality so I'm sorry about poor, that.
1: i don't know what you're talking about this was amazing quality right fans let us know if if you <laughs> think of something while you're listening to this and be like oh you know they should have done this let us know. We'll do that. We'll try it out. Yeah. Can't hurt oh, yeah. to try.
0: We love constructive criticism.
1: And remember the hardest part is the start
0: <laughs> of anything and of writing us questions. So. Good
1: night and good luck.
2: A